everyone, welcome to Talking Fight with me, Holly Donovan. This is your preview show, and I will be previewing the fight night that is happening in London, Wembley, tomorrow night. It is a boxer night, and it will be featuring uh, the headliner, Adam the Assassin, as in who is taking on Santos Reyes. Um, great fight night. I'm going to go through four of the cards for you. Um, so obviously, we've got Azim at the chop. Um, then we've got Caroline Dubois. She is back, looking to make it 6-0. Uh, Zach Chelly is going to be facing Anthony the Magician Sims, uh, cousin of Floyd Mayweather. Um, and then we've also got Vidal Riley. He's back, um, and he'll be facing Anis Taj, who vows that he is not your average journeyman. Um, so these top four fights, I'll go through these ones. I'd say these are the top ones. All going to be entertaining. So without further ado, let's start from the top and let's preview Adam Azim versus Santos Reyes. So Adam Azim, I would argue, is uh, probably the biggest prospect that Boxer have signed right now. Um, him and Ben Whitaker probably are your number ones. Um, I mean, he really does have a very bright future ahead of him, I would say. He's another one that is promising to be the youngest ever world champion. There's quite a few at it right now. <laughs> um, they're going to battle in the next few years. Um, however, uh, he is 20 years old. He campaigns at super lightweight. Um, he's 7-0 and at the moment, and six of those wins have come by way of knockout. He's very, very powerful. Um, everyone's looking out for him. He was BBOC Young Fighter of the Year. He was also Boxing News Prospect of the Year. Um, it's quite interesting. He's like two different people. He says that he fights to uh, help him with his ADHD. Um, and when you see him in interviews and outside of the ring, he's very sweet, very polite. And then when he's in the ring, he just absolutely switches into this crazy wild beast. Um, and it says it's, it's his way of counteracting all of that energy that he's got. He focuses it all in there, um, which is obviously very effective. Um, so when he was younger, he was diagnosed with ADHD and they looked for a way to help him uh, well, help him with it and to help calm him down. They started him with cricket, didn't work. Kickboxing, that was much better. But it was actually boxing um, that helped him. And that happened when he was only four years old. Now, his dad was a footballer, but he trained, well, he, he then studied boxing to help his son um, and actually became his trainer, which is really nice. Um, he's now trained, obviously, by Shane McGuigan, who also thinks that he is, well, one of the best uh, prospect boxers out there right now. Very pleased to have him. Um, so his brother, actually, Hassan, is also a boxer, younger brother, uh, and he's also on this card. So if you wanted to check him out, it's uh, a lot earlier on. I think it'll be like four or five o'clock. So uh, but check him out because obviously good to see them grow, I would say. Um, so here's amateurs. I mean, he was compared to Floyd Mayweather. I'm going to say his name a lot in this preview show. I never have before, but there you go. Um, he won multiple tournaments. So like, <laughs> it's really hard to count how many uh, tournaments he actually won. He won every single year from 2015 to 2019. Um, and uh, he went pro in 2020. And um, very quickly, he won the uh, Youth Intercontinental Super Lightweight Belt. Um, now, his last fight was meant to be a test, right? So um, they got Ray Charlton, who is pretty much a seasoned campaigner, has a decent lot of experience. Um, however, Adam Azim managed to get a TKO in the second round. Um, and that was supposed to be a challenge. <laughs> um, it really wasn't. Um, all his fights so far have been in the UK. Uh, he has a mentor as well in Amir Khan. Um, so one of the goals that Azim has is to be the youngest Asian British champion, which currently Amir Khan holds that record. He wants to beat him, uh, but it's quite sweet. He's always at his fights and you can see that they've got quite a nice relationship going on there. Um, and it's nice for him to have an idol as well. 
Um, now, he has vowed to have a world title by 2024. Shane McGuigan has said that they're not going to skip any steps, though. So we're looking at he's going to go for English champion, British, then European and Will. Um, but by 2024, he'll be there. Um, Style-wise, I mean, just look on YouTube. He's uh, very, very quick work, really fast, very heavy hands, which is obviously what you want. Um, he's also got this arrogance in the ring. It's like he just, because it's the confidence. You don't see the confidence in interviews or when he speaks, but when he steps in that ring, it's just, that's what he's supposed to do. It's just meant to be there. And I think that's why everyone is really excited about him. Um, so he's in the same stable as Caroline Dubois, who's obviously on this card as well. Um, they spar each other, which I always think is quite interesting. Um, <laughs> he's also a nice guy as well. He's a campaigner. He's got a charity called um, Gloves Up, Knives Down. I've got that the wrong way around, Knives Down, Gloves Up. Um, but campaigning to try and get kids into boxing, uh, to get them off the streets to try and lower that knife crime. Now, he is facing Santos Reyes, who is supposed to be um, a step up and a challenge i really hope he will be <laughs> uh, he is undefeated uh, he's from south america nicaragua and he's known as Starboy. stats 12 and 0 uh, and three of those have been ko's however he's 37 years old so i mean 17 years older that doesn't show a lot in experience because obviously he's only had 12 fights but obviously there's more experience there um now this is uh, santos ray's first fight outside of home um and looking at his kind of CV uh, and previous fights of his, it's he hasn't had any like really tough opponents in the ring, apart from one, I would say, which was an undefeated champion, uh, Brian Jimenez, if you know him. Um, now, that fight was actually for the WBA uh, Federcentra Championship, and that was in August 2022. Um, and Santos Reyes did come out with a win. So he has managed to upset an undefeated champion before and ruin their O, take their O. So he has got it in him. Um, now, his last fight was also a unanimous decision. It was a very simple, easy win, really. Um, and that was uh, in December 2022, and that was against Ricardo Cortez. Now, uh, Santos Reyes, he has been chosen for Adam, as in, I would say, because of his style of fighting. Um, he is very come forward. Uh, he is a counterpuncher. He would never take a step backwards. He's going to get involved. Um, and I think that's what Adam Azim needs. He needs someone to go rounds with him because it's all very well, you know, flying through all these opponents. But if he's going to go for that world title, he needs the experience. Um, and I think Santos Reyes will probably give it to him. So I do think that this will be a good fight. And let's hope it lasts longer than, I don't know, some of his other fights for like, what? 10 seconds, 11 seconds, like, some of them are very, very quick. But if you want to see a real prospect um, making his way up, first headliner as well, then check out Adam as in tomorrow night. Um, okay, so now let's move on to the second fight. I'm going to preview for you. Caroline Dubois, she'll be facing uh, Farish Mashauri. Um, now, Caroline, I was talking about her a lot. I'm a big fan. Uh, she is 5-0, looking to make it 6-0. Four of her wins have come by way of knockout. She is incredibly powerful. She is flying up the ranks. Now, two opponents for this fight have already dropped out. The last opponent dropped out four days ago. So if you notice by the picture in the first poster, she had a different opponent. Um, and now, <laughs> with four days' notice, uh, we've got Farish Mashari. Now, this girl has got some gumption <laughs> for coming in. Um, Caroline has just said it's, it's, it's hard to find opponents. Um, and with the smaller pool for female fighters, it is difficult. You're either looking at journeywomen or you're looking at ex-world champions, world champions. Um, and we don't want to make Caroline go in too early. It's just as simple as that. 
Um, she said that 2022 was an apprenticeship year. She feels like she's learned and she would like to start challenging for those bigger titles in 2023, hopefully towards the latter end of that. Um, however, she needs experience in the ring because she always ends early. Um, and it's, it's proving tricky to find her that. Um, so I've done a lot of research on her new <laughs> opponent um, and I'm thinking that it might be a good fight. And we might get some more rounds out of it. So recap on Caroline Dubois. She's our Youth Olympic gold champ. Um, she was also the, uh, world, uh, the, world, <laughs> the world's champion. She was our first ever world's youth champion. I will try and speak for you. Sorry about that. Um, and she is four times European champion as well. So her amateurs were just sparkling. Um, her older brother is Daniel Dubois, which you'll know all about him. Uh, she has a great story that she wanted to go and be a boxer like her brothers. Um, however, uh, she wasn't allowed because she was a girl so she pretended she was a boy she went by the name of Colin until she was 11 years old when they let her well when it was clear that she was a female and then she was allowed to fight other females um however it's always kind of a cool story now she was also a BBOC a young sports personality of the year so she, uh, people are looking at her as a big prospect as well I think she is she, she campaigns at lightweight at the moment um it would be great and can you imagine if Katie Taylor passes that baton on to Caroline Dubois I think that would be amazing I think the timing would work for that as well um okay so she went pro uh this time last year um and her last fight I don't know if you saw it, it was on the at the end of December last year 17th of December um and she stopped Sofia Rodriguez who had never been stopped before in round one um it's always like really exciting when that happens but also quite disappointing because you get kind of cheated out of a fight uh, but it was very easy work for caroline um her goal she wants to be fighting michaela mayer she wants to be fighting kay taylor um and she wants those titles by the end of this year now practice will she get that with farish mashauri uh she's 10 wins and seven losses three ko's she's 25 years old and she's from tanzania um and obviously she's had no uh, notice yeah so very very last minute opponent now farish is coming off three unanimous decision losses um which obviously doesn't bode well uh, however she's been pro since 2016 so she has got a lot more experience um and she's only been stopped twice and she's done quite a few 10 round fights uh, so she's able to go the distance um, hopefully more durable we'll see now this is the interesting bit so I was trying to work out okay is this just going to be one of those opponents of Caroline that she just smashes out of the way in about three seconds now Farish had fought uh, Faruza Sharapova who you might have noticed in 2021 because she challenged Katie Taylor for all her lightweight titles uh, back in 2021 um, now she lost that fight however she went the distance and then when she fought Farish Mashauri, that also went the distance. So I'm trying to think that the opponents that she has had have been in with other really brilliant opponents, therefore making me think that Farish Mashauri might be better than we are expecting. Uh, I think she'll be more durable. Uh, she's certainly a come forward fighter. Um, I think I think we might get some more rounds, um, which would be great. Let's have some more rounds. I mean. I mean, the odds are quite, I mean, Caroline's going to win if you want to make a bet. But um, however, I think we'll be able to see a more entertaining fight. Um, and Caroline might have to work that a little bit harder to get her TKO. Um, all right, let's now move on to the next fight that I'm going to preview, which is Zach Chelly versus Anthony the Magician Sims Jr. Um, 
quite interesting because <clears throat> Anthony Sims is the second cousin of Floyd Mayweather. So he's got that boxing family. He's had many, many brilliant teachers. I'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Zach Chelly, though, he is 12 and 1, uh, 6 KO wins. He's 25 years old. He's from London. He's from Fulham. Um, now, uh, this is a, a, mid, a super middleweight fight. Sorry. Um, now, his last fight was against Jermaine Brown. Uh, that was for the English super middleweight title. He won it. Um, it was a unanimous decision within 10 rounds. Um, very convincing win. Uh, now, since then, though, he's had eight months out of the ring. Um, previous to that, uh, he did have a really tough fight as well. This is a good one if you want to watch this on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> against Jack Killigan. Um, Zach Chelly actually did get hurt uh, in that, but he had this great comeback. He kept going and he knocked Jack down before he eventually got that stoppage. Um, <clears throat> so again, you can see you can see his improvements in his fights. That was a really good, good show of his uh, cardio and the way that he can come back. Um, he only had one fight in 2021. Uh, so he has been, I would say, not inactive, but not, you know, not as, as active as, as the other fighters on the card or, or his uh, opponent. Um, now, he's from a fighting family. His dad, Zachariah, was also a boxer. Um, he had a good amateur career as well. So he was uh, won gold in the English uh, ch uh, Youth Championships. He's had quite a few medals and he went pro in 2017. Um, I like this, uh, this story. So he has a business degree from, uh, from Surrey University and he trained to be a teacher. And in lockdown, he needed to make money. Obviously, he wasn't making money from boxing. So he became a supply teacher. And he went into secondary schools and literally covered any lesson that they needed him to. His pupils obviously knew that he was a boxer. <laughs> They're pretty cool to have him as a teacher. Um, and he's often said that trying to control the classroom is actually very similar to trying to control a ring. I do a lot of teaching as well. And yeah, I could agree with that. <laughs> like, you definitely need uh, some conviction. Um, so he had one loss. That was back in in 2019 it was against Cody Davies it was a unanimous decision however he did manage to show his power he did knock uh, Davies down in the second round um also Cody Davies with the southpaw so obviously that's gonna be a tricky fight to have um and and he's now inactive so that loss I'm not really counting so he, he's on a good run is Zach Jelly um now Anthony Sims known as the magician he has had 23 wins, only one loss, 20 KOs. So he's had more knockouts than Zach Shelley has had fights. Um, and he is 27 years old. Um, now, like I said, he's a second cousin of Floyd Mayweather and he's come from the USA. He had a good amateur career as well, 188 wins. Um, he's had, I think it was 13 losses, 10 knockouts. Um, so uh, loads of national titles and he went pro in 2014. Uh, so he's got three years on Zach uh, in that way. He's known for his massive power, for sure. He's only, the one loss he had um, was when he challenged for the WBO Latino title, which was a split decision to Roma, Alexis, uh, Angulo. So it was a split decision. If you watch it, it was a very tight fight. Um, now, now he's coming off two stoppage wins. He said after his defeat, he like went back home, grew his beard, went fishing for ages and like reset himself. <laughs> so he's in a really good place right now. He's absolutely ready for it. Um, it was four years ago since he last was in the UK fighting. Um, and he loves the UK. He wants to live in the UK. 
he's not currently signed by anybody um, and he wants to be signed by Boxer. So he really is looking to make a show on Saturday night. So actually, I'm going to have to you know, watch out. Um, he's had many teachers as well. Uh, one of them was uh, Floyd Mayweather's uncle. So um, Roger, <laughs> Roger Mayweather. So he's very well schooled. Um, and if he wants to make this impression and he is known for his power, then I think this is going to be a really good fight, actually. Um, I mean, have a call. That's that's the one I would make a bet on. So, <laughs> um, have a look. All right. So now let's move on to the last fight that I'm going to preview for you, um, which is Vidal Riley, um, and he'll be facing Anis Taj. Now, this one's got the makings, I think, for one of the best fights of the night, just because they clearly don't like each other, and Anis Taj is is coming for. He really wants to prove something. He, he is so adamant that he is not a journeyman. How dare anyone think that? He is going to come and he, to, you know, to take over, to end Vidal Riley um, and his undefeated run at the moment. So uh, Vidal Riley is 7-0, four KOs. He's 25 years old and he fights at Cruiserweight. Um, he's one of those unbeaten rising threats, gets talked about a lot. He brings a different audience to boxing as well because uh, he has a YouTube channel. He's got millions of subscribers. Um, he's also a rapper. He does all sorts of things in that as well. He was actually spotted to become a boxer. I've said this on a previous show when he was a PT in gym box and he was training KSI. So he became KSI's boxing trainer, which is how he got noticed as a boxer as well. Um, now, he had three victories in 2022, including two stoppages in the first three rounds. So he is on a mission. However, I have looked at CV, I've looked at the, the fights and the opponents and they were all given very, very little time um, for their camps. Like they came in at like two weeks, one week's notice. Um, I wouldn't say he's had a challenge just yet. Um, Anissa said this as well. So Anissa just said, no, I'm absolutely your toughest. And Vidal Riley says, yeah, no, he, he is. Um, so uh, he began, Vidal Riley began boxing when he was just six years old. Um, he won eight national titles. He got a silver European uh, junior title. Um, amateur career stood at like 41 wins. It was eight losses, nine KOs. So good amateur career, got some schooling in there. And he went pro in 2018. I would say that he's a good counter puncher. He has power. Um, now let's look at Anis Taj. So he is seven wins, two losses, zero KOs, and he's 26 years old. So these are, I think, are very well matched. Now, He's coming to win. It's made it very, very clear. Um, now, he last year was in the boxer. You know, they do like tournaments and so the tournament series, boxer tournament series um, at Cruiserweight. He actually did really well in it. Um, so here he is. Uh, this is going to be his first eight round fight. Um, quite interesting. He was a law graduate um, and really doesn't box for money at all. Um, he does it because he loves it and because it's fun. Um, and I think there's something quite dangerous about that. Like he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need to be a rising star. He just really wants to win for the love of it. Um, now he wanted to go to the 2020 Olympics um, and he was there, he could have done it. However, there was a last minute COVID rule change because obviously it was 2020 when the whole world was in a mess. Um, so he was unable to go and that's when he took the decision to go pro instead. So here he is in pros. Just a little thing about his amateur career though. Um, in the Harringay Cup, he actually beat heavyweight rising star David Adelaide. Now, I don't know if you've seen him, but he's tough and very powerful, much bigger. Um, so I think that's quite interesting. 
And East Tirage does have power. I think that he he really will be turning up to win. Um, his last fight was a points win uh, against Eric Nazarian. And that was over six rounds. And that was in November 2022. Now, he has been super active as opposed to Vidal Riley. Um, now, he said that he's going to go in wild and aggressive, uh, says he's far more powerful. And that's true. If you look at the footage of his fights, he does come in explosive energy, a lot of aggression, a lot of power come forward fighters. So I think that'll be a fun fight as well. I think Vidal Vida Riley will take the win. Um, however, I think it will be a really good fight and it's a potential banana skin. I think that Ernie Sarge could take away that O from Vidal Riley. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed the preview of those four fights. I hope that sets you up for tomorrow night. Remember that that's going to be available on Sky Sports over here uh, in the UK. Uh, it starts at about 7 p.m. Um, and I think you're up for a really good night. Boxer nights are always fun. Um, and join me next week, same time, uh, 2 p.m. UK time. Uh, I will be uh, previewing the massive fight now that's talked about a lot that Eddie Hearn is saying is going to be fight of the year, even though it's February. Um, however, I think he might be right. Uh, so we've got Lee Wood. He's coming back off injury, and he's going to be facing oh, Mauricio Lara, who, wow, he did damage to Josh Warrington. Um, so... I'm excited to preview that for you next week. So please tune in 2 p.m. and enjoy the Boxer Night tomorrow night uh, in London Wembley. See you soon, guys. Have a lovely weekend.